0: Hey guys, if you are currently listening to South Carolina Spook Show using the Stitcher app, you may be aware that after August 29th, the site is shutting down. That means that you will no longer be able to listen to this show or any other podcast that you've grown to love over the years. If you're looking for another podcast platform to use, South Carolina Spook Show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and recently, iHeartRadio. Again, just as a reminder, Stitcher is shutting down August 29th. Make sure to find a new platform so that you can stay up to date with new episodes on all of your favorite podcasts. And now, on to today's episode of South Carolina Spook Show. For those of you who know me personally, you know that I love theme parks. And if you're a fan of the show already, you know that I love all things spooky as well. Coming up, we'll look into the abandoned theme park in Fort Mill, whose eerie remnants can still be seen to this day, which is a match made in heaven for some. My name is Blake Mosley, and this is South Carolina Spook Show. Stay tuned. Have you ever heard of the Heritage USA theme park? This theme park and water park in Fort Mill, South Carolina was massive in its heyday. The Christian theme park once spanned over 2,300 acres and included everything from a water park and Main Street, USA to a chapel, an ice skating rink, an amphitheater, and even a campground. It would eventually become yet another abandoned place in South Carolina, sitting in plain view and hauntingly beautiful. Ever found yourself wondering what happened to Heritage USA? The answer is that the town of Fort Mill grew up around what was once a thriving theme park. There are now new developments in this area, and Heritage USA theme park is no more. Heritage USA theme park was an epic attraction that opened its doors in 1978. Less than a decade later, the annual attendance had exploded to a whopping six million visitors per year. The park was opened by famed televangelists Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, who had high hopes for the theme park, comparing it to a Christian Disneyland. The pair even filmed their program, the PTL Club, on site for Heritage USA's television studio. A year later, the park would close due to financial issues. Jim Baker was once involved in several financial scandals, and some parts of the park were damaged by Hurricane Hugo. Between the storm and the scandals, there was no hope for the park's survival. At Heritage USA, there's still a few remnants at this once-thriving Christian theme park in South Carolina. Much of the land, though, has been purchased. Buildings have been demolished and repurposed, and now the attractions are gone. What was once the Heritage USA theme park's water park area is now a subdivision tucked away by the famed Heritage Lake. If you look closely, you still might see the occasional sign that a theme park once stood here. The former Heritage USA is a favorite spot amongst urban explorers. It's not difficult to find before photos to pair with after shots from today. Some remains here are an eerie reminder of the family-centered activities that could be found at Heritage USA theme park. Heritage USA today continues its descent into oblivion. It's sad to see the decay that is taking place where the park once stood. This was a place that brought joy to families from all over the world. The owners of Heritage USA had high hopes of turning a skyscraper into condos that were owned by frequent guests. All those plans fell by the wayside when the park closed. The building that once stood here was rebuilt and now functions as a hotel, conference center, and private condominiums. The hotel's atrium serves as a church for a local congregation. Across the street is the former theme park's chapel. When the park was open, this was known as the Upper Room. Now called Upper Room Chapel, it's open once again, serving as a beautiful and useful facility again for prayer and worship. Driving around the area that used to be Heritage USA seems to yield all sorts of probable park ruins to gawk at. The rock wall may have been part of the park, but who knows? It left a big impression, with many still wondering, what happened to Heritage USA? Even further down Regent Parkway from the Upper Room Chapel, you'll find this infamous pyramid that was frequently in the news at the time of the park's closing. The pyramid building is still standing today and is used as an office building. It's such a strange feeling to drive around this area and see all the new growth springing up. Development is great, but this was once a Christian theme park in South Carolina that brought so much joy to so many families. Did you ever visit Heritage USA theme park? If so, feel free to send me a message or an email with your experience. Or, if you visited recently and got some eerie vibes, I'd love to know that as well. Coming up on South Carolina Spook Show... A story that's been spinning for decades in South Carolina involves the ghost of a hound that chases people, cars, or anything it encounters on a five-mile section of Old Buncombe Road as it runs through parts of Union County in South Carolina. The story of the ghost hound of Goshen is up next. And later, in 1983, Stephen King gave us a chilling tale about a haunted car with his classic book, Christine. To most, the concept of a possessed vehicle seems far-fetched and fitting for a horror novel, but for one native in Cherokee County, it seems that truth is stranger than fiction. That story is coming up on South Carolina Spook Show. If you're anything like me, free time is limited. So things like yard work are just not doable. And if you're also like me, you don't even own a lawnmower. That is why All Above Landscaping is the right choice. All Above includes a variety of options when it comes to your landscaping needs, including lawn installation, design, irrigation, debris removal, maintenance, and much more. If you're in the city of Sumter and you're looking for reliable service at a friendly price, give All Above Landscaping a call today. It's 803-464-7414. Mention that you heard this ad on this podcast and you'll get a special discount on your first service. Again, that's 803-464-7414. Call All Above Landscaping today. you listen to this show you probably do but if not you may change your mind if you encounter the legendary ghost hound of Goshen Hill on this lonely road in South Carolina. Whether an actual legend based on fact or merely folklore the ghost hound of Goshen Hill is a formidable presence you do not want to even chance to encounter along the lonely five mile stretch of road that runs through one of the densest parts of the Sumter National Forest. A story that's been spinning for decades in South Carolina involves the ghost of a hound that chases people, cars, or anything that it encounters on a five-mile section of Old Buncombe Road as it runs through parts of Union County in South Carolina. Not to be confused with the Old Buncombe Road found near Greenville, this particular Old Buncombe Road runs between 176 and the unincorporated community of Cross Keys in Union County. It's here that even this short highway that traverses the Sumter National Forest feels like you're in the middle of nowhere. Even during the day, it's not unusual to feel a bit uncomfortable driving on this lonesome road. Perhaps there's a good reason for that. It's here that the ghost hound of Goshen Hill is said to stalk its prey, although there are no reports of it ever having caught anyone. But does that really just mean that no one has gotten away to tell the tale? Who knows? When downright dangerous ghosts are involved, it's easy to let your mind wander to the worst-case scenario. As the story goes, the Hound belonged to a traveling man who passed through the area and was accused of stealing. He was given a sketchy trial and hanged near a cemetery in a church on this highway. It's said that he's buried near, but not in, the cemetery proper. After the hanging and the burial, his best friend and traveling companion, the dog, is said to have starved to death while waiting dutifully by the grave of his master the hound's disappointment and anger are said to drive his rage and fuel his fury as he chases down people who cross his path have you ever heard of the ghost town of goshen hill in south carolina have you ever encountered any other creepy vibes or even the ghost of the hound himself as you travel this desolate road through the sumter national forest once again shoot me an email Send me a message on social media. Let me know. I'd love to hear your story. Coming up on South Carolina Spook Show. In 1983, Stephen King gave us a chilling tale about a haunted car with his classic book, Christine. To most, the concept of a possessed vehicle seems far-fetched and fitting for a horror novel. But for one native in Cherokee County, it seems that truth is stranger than fiction. That story is coming up on South Carolina Spook Show. Life isn't always easy. In fact, we all battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. The podcast, When Words Fail, Music Speaks, with host James and Blake, discusses the healing power of music, they interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and a lot more. On When Words Fail, Music Speaks, enjoy interviews and lively discussions about musicians and songs you know and love. This is a a podcast any music lover will enjoy. Add when words fail, music speaks to your podcast playlist right now. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and wherever you listen to podcasts. A fellow that I know bought a black 1957 Chevy at a state auction a few years ago. It was a real beautiful car, but it had a pretty gruesome history. It was once owned by a serial killer who strangled his victims and dumped their bodies in remote locations. I was dubious about the purchase and was reluctant to set foot in a car with such a dark province, but my buddy liked it. My buddy had the Chevy for about a month when he told me a strange story about the car. He was out washing the black Chevy when a couple of pretty girls stopped to ask him about his car. Everyone in the region knew about the serial killer, and these girls wanted to take a ride in the car that had once belonged to the infamous man. Not surprisingly, my buddy was quite happy to talk to the pretty girls, he even took them for a ride in the car. They wanted to visit some of the sites where the killer had dumped his victims. One of them was a kind of lover's lane, so he took them to the site, and they turned off the engine and sat there, feeling bold and kind of spooky suddenly the girls became hysterical they claimed that the car was haunted and insisted that he take them home it was really strange then it happened again a few days later a pretty girl came up to my buddy and begged for a ride in the serial killer's car so he took her for a drive and she insisted upon stopping at the lover's lane as soon as my buddy turned the engine off she screamed and jumped out of the chevy my buddy jumped out after her and asked her what was wrong. She said that the car was haunted and insisted that he take her home. Sounds freaky, I said whenever he finished the story. What did you do? Well, I took her home, my buddy said. As soon as I pulled into the driveway, she was out of the car like a shot, and she disappeared into the house before I had time to turn around. you better stop giving these people rides in that Chevy, I advised. I keep hoping to meet a nice girl, but every girl I've met lately has been crazy. My buddy grumbled, ignoring me. I had a little sympathy for him, since I hadn't had a date in months. At least he was getting some action. A few weeks later, my buddy phoned me at home. He sounded really shaky. Can you meet me at the bar for a drink, he asked. I said sure, and hung up, wondering what was wrong. My buddy had two beers before he told me what was on his mind. It happened again he said abruptly. What did? I asked, confused. A pretty girl wanted to ride in a Chevy. I shook my head in amazement. I thought you'd given up on that, I said. Well, she was real pretty, he said defensively. I figured it wouldn't do any harm. So what happened? I asked. We got into the car and cruised around for a while, talking and flirting. Everything seemed normal. He paused and swallowed some more beer. I noticed his hands were shaking. Then, I drove onto the bridge over Old Ford Creek. Instantly, the girl shouted for me to stop the car. There was something strange in her voice, almost an echo, as if some thing was speaking through her. His hands were shaking so badly that beer slopped all over the side of the mug. He put it down hastily and continued. I slammed on the brakes, and we stopped so suddenly that I gave myself a whiplash. Then I heard this scratching sound coming from the back seat, as if someone was trying to claw their way through the upholstery. It was followed by a muffled sobbing, and then a woman's voice screamed in terror from inside the trunk. We both leapt out of the car, and the girl shouted at me, wanting to know who I had locked in the trunk. No one, I said, and I opened the trunk to prove it. It was empty, of course. Then I threw open the back doors to show her that there was no one hidden in the back seat. And by that time, we were both convinced that the car was haunted. Man, it was really hard getting back into that car to drive home. My buddy was sweating as he finished the story, and he stared broodingly into his beer, as if he was afraid to make eye contact. You better sell that car, I said after the silence had grown for too long for my liking. Yeah, my buddy agreed, gloomingly finishing his beer. He seemed calmer now that he had told someone the story. In the end, my buddy sold the black Chevy to a collector, who spent quite a bit of money restoring the vehicle. I wasn't sorry to hear that the collector wrecked the car the very first time he took it out for a drive. It's my personal opinion that the old Chevy should not be allowed on the road. I know I will never set foot in it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of South Carolina Spook Show. If you don't mind sharing this episode or this entire podcast with a friend or family member who loves paranormal and uh, true crime from the state of South Carolina, uh, I would very much appreciate it. Maybe this is something that it, that they would enjoy. Uh, you can let them know that we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and much, much more um, on Apple Podcasts in particular, if you don't mind leaving me a rating and a review. Uh, wherever you can, but especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show out like you would not believe. Um, I've actually got an Apple Podcast review here uh, from Justin um, who said, uh, gave me five stars. Thank you so much. Said, awesome podcast. Just started listening about a week and a half ago and I've listened to every episode. Highly recommend and looking forward to new episodes. Really love hearing stories and history that I can or have visited myself. Yeah, I actually had a conversation with. Uh, Justin on Instagram uh, right after he discovered the show, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that you found it, Justin. Thank you for listening, and uh, welcome to the family. Um, If you would like to leave a rating or review just like Justin did, you can also do so on Apple Podcasts, and I will read that right here on the show. Um, Speaking of social media, if you can follow the show wherever we're at um, to stay up to date, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. Uh, now, so that's fun. Uh, at, it's uh, at South Carolina Spook Show. Also on X, what used to be Twitter. I really don't know. Anyway, it's at SC Spook Show. I guess it's still around. Whatever. Uh, you can send your ideas or your own personal stories um, or episode suggestions. I, I love those too. You can send them to scspookshow at gmail.com or you can shoot me a message on any of the social media sites that I mentioned before you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it is called When Words Fail, Music Speaks. I do that with my buddy James Cox. It's all about music and mental health. Also available wherever you listen to podcasts. The remnants of this abandoned theme park in South Carolina are hauntingly beautiful. And the ghost town of Goshen Hill is a legendary ghost dog that haunts a five-mile stretch of road in South Carolina. Both of those were written by Robin Jarvis for onlyinyourstate.com. And the black Chevy is taken from the book Spooky South Carolina, written by S.E. Schlosser. I'll place a link where you can purchase that book in the show notes. All articles and stories read on South Carolina Spook Show are the property of their respective authors, and it's used for purposes of commentary and review. No copyright infringement is intended. Thank you again for listening. I'm your creator and host, Blake Mosley, and this is South Carolina Spook Show. Y'all stay spooky.